Hello and welcome to the Daily Lawyer podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Jana Krishnan. I am your host and um, also the founder of the Daily Lawyer. This is yet another episode in our daily story series. Those of you who have been following the Daily Lawyer may know that I started TDL to educate and empower people with relevant legal knowledge, relevant legal information rather, with a view to protect them from the thunderstorms in business and life. So that when rainy day hits, one at least knows what to do, how to respond, or maybe even whom to contact. All our content is truly geared towards this common goal. While we may have, uh, while we have featured, and uh, towards this end, while we have featured and we'll continue to feature amazing lawyers from across practice areas under our Careers in the Law series uh, to showcase the sheer breadth of expertise available within the industry, I thought that it is also important to go on the other side, feature business owners, people essentially non-lawyers, to, uh, to come onto the podcast and discuss issues that they have faced, what I term as uh, thunderstorms in business and life, and understand how they dealt with it. I believe it is important to have conversations like this so we learn from each other's mistakes and can help each other grow, mitigate risks, and generally make safer and more optimal decisions. This is the genesis of the Daily Story series. And I am so proud, so honored to be welcoming our guest today on the series. She's someone I hugely respect. I find her extremely sweet, kind, helpful, uh, but at the same time, so committed to her, to her work and the impact that she makes through it. I'm speaking about Ms. Shan Khanna, founder of Networking Now India and co-founder of Spicy Sangria Events. Networking Now is a 51,000 member strong community and only growing. Uh, it is a platform that allows for like-minded people to get quick and relevant solutions. Uh, I, can, I can attest to that because I, I'm also a part of Networking Now India and I'm really, I'm really happy and proud part of NNI. Uh, Shan is a marketing and media enthusiast, so she really enjoys building and partnering with new and upcoming brands. Her events are carefully curated and serve as platforms for new, exciting concepts, promoting entrepreneurship and homemade brands in the food or consumer space. This is also something I can attest to because I have seen it firsthand. So I'm so happy to uh, welcome Shan here. She has uh, and. Uh, Shan, congratulations and thank you so much for coming on uh, the Daily Lawyer podcast. Yep. Shan, hi, thank you so much for making time and coming on such short notice, first of all, and when it is a festive weekend. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to do this and the festive weekend is the best time because I'm sitting at home. I'm glad. I'm so happy. So Shan, for those who don't know, I did, I mean, they, they do know you a little bit through the introduction, but if you have to say it in your own words, can you tell people a little bit about what is it that you do for a living and, uh, and maybe also how did you get here? Sure. So I run a platform called Networking Now India. It is a startup community for mainly entrepreneurs who want to come together and network because I believe in positive networking. So networking positively to reach your end business goal. Also, I started this community maybe six years ago as a free Facebook group. Over time, we started hosting events. We started a subscription platform. Today, you are part of it. And you know that we meet twice a month. 
it's a whole lot of fun, but a whole lot of work too. We do workshops, we do um, networking meetups, we do one-on-one -on -one consultation. Um, I also run a fashion startup called Spicy Sangria. My mom is my co-founder in that. Um, that's also a lot of fun because I get to meet a lot of upcoming designers, fashion designers. Uh, so I think both are towards the startups and towards freelancers and just helping them reach a bigger platform to grow to their best potential. I can definitely attest to networking now because uh, not just that I met you, but I've met such incredible people. And I keep telling people I'm a Bombayite. This is my home. Uh, I have, but I have never met, like I've never needed to go out of my comfort zone really to socialize. Uh, but I'm really glad I did because I met these incredible people. Now we, a, a lot of us are really good friends today. Um, we meet outside, we go for lunches, dinners. So uh, yeah, I am grateful to you that you started Oh, sweet Jenna. Thank you. Thank you. So Shan, you have not one, but a couple businesses. What would you see as a business owner are your top, maybe three priority items as a business owner? Uh, so as I, so I focus Jenna, like, you know, a lot on small businesses and people starting out, but if I had to tell you about my three priorities, when starting out, I think one is getting your plan in place, something I never focused on. I always started every business just on a whim, you know? So I focus more on small businesses on businesses, just starting out. Uh, so I think that the three things I can tell you, my priorities are when you're just starting a new business, because when I started all my businesses, I just went on a whim. You know, I never went with a plan. I think a plan is very important. Research your market, have a plan. Know that, you know, is there a gap in the market for what I'm trying to build? Like, it, will it make a difference to people in the market? That's one. Two, have a plan. So put your monies down on paper, put a financial plan together. I'm terrible with financials, but I realize the value of um, putting money to paper because you know your growth, you know whether you're doing this right. Otherwise, you're just constantly going and small business owners often tell me, we're bad with finances, we're bad with money. So what? Learn it. Today on YouTube, you get everything for free. There are courses you can do. So I think a plan and financials are the two. And the third priority for me would be, um, I know I said it earlier, but researching your target audience. So research, but knowing who you're actually selling to, what happens is very often we sell to a large audience, not knowing that only half that audience is who, who's going to buy us. So why not start by targeting just that audience rather than going to the masses? I really liked what you said about plan. And I, I can see that there's something that you learned because you have been doing this for a while now. Um, and, and, your answer actually was a perfect segue into my next question because I wanted to talk to you about, and now that I know you a little bit, I know that you're keen on documentation. So yes, having a, a business plan, a financial plan, but also when it comes to documentation on uh, your legalities and your registrations. And, and I know we spoke offline, so you did have a reason to get into, you know, why you believe that documentation is important, but why would you say, why, why is it now a priority thing for you? Maybe not the top three, but maybe the fourth, fifth, whatever. Why is documentation important according to you? Uh, so one, Jenna, uh, again, I'm talking like a person who's just started out. I mean, not, not that I've just started out, but when I did just start out, you know, you're taught so many things in school, but you're not taught financials. You're taught maths, but you're not taught how to apply it to your business. You're taught uh, invest your money, you're not taught how to invest your money. You know, you're taught start a business, go, you'll have to go register yourself. How? What if I don't have anyone at home to help me? What if I had nobody who could guide me? You know, and what if it was too expensive for me to get a, a consultant? There should be a handbook on these things. 
how to get your company registered, uh, how you can actually save money on certain business practices when you just start out as a small business owner. You know, uh, GST is such a big thing, which so many people just don't know. You know, business owners don't know, oh, they don't charge the GST, okay, don't give the invoice. I'm like, that's not how it works. You know, it's it's a system. You pay your taxes. You, you should be asking for an invoice. Um, so I think where documentation is concerned, let me use the word clueless. I'd say I was also in that phase where uh, when I just started out, I'd be like, oops, what next? Do I need to document this? Do I need a contract? I think the most important thing business owners and freelancers forget our contracts. You will, you will vouch for this. But like between two people, between two, uh, you know, you know, I have this a very close friend of mine who is in the services business and she sends each and every, she's a freelancer, each and every one of her clients a contract. And I used to say, oh God, wow, that's a lot of effort. But you know what? It's the right thing to do because then your client can never say this was not included or this was included or use more time or, you know, give us more hours. So I think documentation is very important and it needs to be taught. I wish there were classes for this spoke to my heart you really spoke to my heart on this because I think this and you know this but I don't know what the others know it uh, I started TDL for this because okay. I have suffered I'm a lawyer I'm from Bombay I have the means to uh, pay lawyers even because I was working in a company and so and so but I suffered as a litigant so if I with all my advantages can suffer then uh, yeah. it's you know um, that's why anyway um, but you know you you said something very important you said about your friend that she sends a contract to everybody and this because of this nobody tomorrow a client can't turn around and say oh sorry you said this but you know and th that happens to everybody and I'm sure that has happened to you at some point so uh, can you maybe describe one or two or three instances that you because you didn't have the correct documentation or you probably didn't give it importance uh, or your registrations were not in place or whatever you know you suffered some kind of loss in life or business uh, because of this so I don't think I've really suffered I wouldn't say suffered but yeah a few things one would be if you're working with a client I would love to put my hours down I think that's very important you know actually dedicating these many hours to your project or uh, you know I'll only work on these days or these will be my timings I don't uh, think that uh, uh, I think that, that, that you know uh, another thing is Jenna if you're giving paper, a paper to sign you and I were discussing this you're giving a paper to sign very often the person just signs without reading but they will take you seriously they will take you much more seriously knowing that Are, this one knows what she's doing you know or, or there will be people who say okay let me get my legal team to just read it and go through it once they are taking you seriously they are actually valuing that you put the time and effort to put down the pointers that's one two I think that payment structure a lot of people forget this having payment structure on paper you know, just saying that I'll pay you 15 days, I'll pay you 30 days, I'll pay you five days, the advance needs to come before the project is over. So I think these things in the past, I wish that I had had that. Uh, um, so I think the main thing is that, you know, like I said, that if somebody, you know, your payment structure, if somebody knows your timings, hey, listen, I don't want to take calls after 10, we don't work on Sundays, put this down. Now the old Shan used to put it down all on email. I used to always have, I learned this from my mom, always have it on email, have it in writing, have, don't just verbally, you know, today, yes, you can still go back to WhatsApp messages, but I still feel it's important to have a document which just explains, you two could be the most perfect people to work together. Just have that document which explains everything. That's all.
So I think uh, another thing is, you know, Jenna, when I started networking now, I started it off a free Facebook group. Uh, what happened is people could just add their friends. So if you were a member, uh, you could add your friends and I would add them basis having mutual friends, um, you know, and then people could, uh, if I saw more than 10 mutual friends or, or if it is a person I knew, I would just add them in, right? Now, what happened? A lot of people saw the word networking now. And when I just started, I, I wasn't registered. I wasn't trademarked. I wasn't registered. And that time I didn't know this was going to become something that, you know, I could actually monetarily make money, uh, monetize it is what I mean. Uh, or like it could be a platform I can actually do events. A lot of people copied the name. A lot of people started Facebook groups with the same name. A lot of people used my logo. I was like, how can you use my logo? You know, and then the funniest is my logos are red and white. You know, they would make use the logo in blue and white. They would use the logo in purple and white. And I'm just like, hey, that's still my logo because we have two ends. Um, so what's going on? You know, you can't use it. But but Jenna, by sending someone a Facebook message or some sending some, I don't know the person. I never got a response. Till today, none of them have responded to me. So eventually I had to actually take legal action. That's when I realized, Sean, get your act together. Even if you don't make this something big, even if tomorrow in five years, you don't want to do it anymore. Uh, but protect yourself because it could be something that I want to do uh, lifelong, which I, I honestly am loving it. So, and I am making money off it and I have created a business out of it. So it's important one to stand up for your rights. If somebody is copying you to, to learn, I think knowledge, you know, I, I watched so many YouTube videos. I spoke to other business owners today. People are willing to share their experiences, willing to share their contacts. They're willing to say, hey, you know, Chan, do this, do that. Let us go report it. Today with digital and tech, you can actually go and report somebody. So ask, find out, don't get scared, but ask because it's always a solution. I'm so glad you spoke about this. I, I know we have spoken about this offline. And uh, when you shared this, I think somebody else on the table also sh shared that uh, your logo was copied, but I believe, uh, I mean, Satvika, she said that uh, her entire content was yeah. copied and then and reposted by somebody else on their on their Instagram uh, feed and passed passed it off as their own. You know, so people... that's something Jenna I've learned from my social media team. They're very strong touch wood and they've taught me so many things that have your logo, have your watermark, you know, don't just put out content thinking uh, no one can copy today. We also put up other people's content, but we always make sure to credit. You know, that just that simple thing of putting a yeah. credit there because yeah. today with digital, it's so easy to chop yeah. with someone else's content. Yeah. yeah, take a meme from Google, take a quote from Google that's different, right? But still, I'm saying if you're using another small business owner's hard work, learn to credit them. That's all. Sorry, I was on mute. Uh, that's true. I'm so happy, Shan. And, and why I start, why I'm having these conversations is because honestly, I'm having these conversations because of uh, network, net, networking now. Uh, because that is honestly the first time I met people who are outside of my community, whether it's my uh, legal sort of regular lawyers, because we tend to only socialize with lawyers, right. or it's your school, your college, your family, because we are all Bombayites. And then when I came there for the first time, somebody asked me, but Jenna, why do we need you? you know, you're not my priority. Like I am a small business owner. I have 10 expenses, but I have only this much money. So you're not my priority. And that's when I realized, oh my God, like we have to be priority. And, uh, and then I thought of having this uh, series because people like you who have faced it, you can say that, listen, I know that we have 10 expenses, but let's take a little bit out of that and put it for legal to, to, uh, 
you know to safeguard ourselves and i mean in your case what they, happens is people realize your priority when they go through something exactly yeah they yeah. don't realize it in the beginning and again i'm yeah. saying i'm going back to that point which says i wish we were taught this in school you know you are going to go out and fend for yourself either you'll join a family business or you'll join a you know you'll start your own thing you'll be an entrepreneur but still in every case every step of the way get your legalities for your business whether it's a family run business whether it's been run know your stuff yourself Absolutely, I can't. You, I couldn't say it better than you, for sure. Uh, and now that we are, I think you've already alluded to this a little bit in your answers, but I, I just want to ask so that we can synthesize it a little more. What would you say are the three biggest mistakes that you have seen people make, uh, specifically when it comes to uh, thinking about maybe their documentation, maybe their legalities? And when I'm talking about documentation, I'm not. I don't only mean. documentation as in having your contracts in place but even and i know we discussed this uh, about you know you, we were talking about no refund policy uh, which you put when you're selling a ticket let's say on the ticket or it could be some a disclaimer on your email by mistake yeah. if the email goes to somebody else and it happens right we change by mistake we have a typo the yeah, spelling is wrong it goes to somebody else uh, how do you ensure the the uh, that you know that person doesn't take that email at least there has to be a disclaimer so so something like that uh, what what do you think um, i think value your time contracts if you're a freelancer have your contracts in place so for example with photographers i've noticed this you know we'll give you 100 photos in this much time or we'll give you 40 photos so make these very clear because uh, clients will expect 300 unless you make it clear you know we'll give you 12 raw images 12 edited images like that so just be that one thing uh, i would prioritize also if it's a, a certain uh, co-founders coming together you know don't just start you think your friends you think your relatives don't just start have your legalities in place have a document where everything is in place what if someone wants to exit what if someone um you know like you you brought this up with me like what if someone passes away or what if i didn't know that that was even in a clause and like what if uh, one person just wants to exit early because they want to start something with a family member or what if one person is just done working you know after a point so these things it's good to make clear another thing is events because i'm in the events business be very clear about what you are responsible for and what the venues are responsible for or what your vendors are responsible for because there's a thin line between who is responsible for what when the times are good everyone will be good but when um when uh, things are not going well we'll be like oh am i responsible for this do i put my hand up so i think again uh, jena i think whatever business you're in get your legal documents in place so whether it's a one pager whether if you're selling a product some disclaimers about you know this if you eat this product it's in your own risk we're not killing you or uh, if you're coming to our event this is what you can expect but you can't expect a refund so few things but have whether it's a one pager or an understanding between how many ever of you in place yes and i uh, i i know i know this personally uh, but i loved i was telling somebody the other day also i loved what you said about four really close friends coming together but it's important that you want to put everything on paper because you value your relationship and that's yeah. the main thing you know it's not yeah. so much about what is it, what is it that goes into the paper that's something you'll you'll talk about it but we value our relationship we don't want it to get spoiled and that is why we are doing this correct uh, and i really loved what you said i mean i told you this the other day also but i want everyone to know that it is so important um and i i have one last question to close off this section shan um what would you see other pain points in your business not just in networking now but also in spice sangria or any of the other businesses that you are a part of 
Uh, okay, so I think one is structure. I'm in a very um, unorganized sector. Let me put it that way. It's something where we are making the rules ourselves, you know, like events is what each event company is doing, who's planning, how it goes. It's my decision. So it's not something which is like, there's no rule book. So that's one. Two, I would say there's no real rule book for what are the guidelines? What do I need to have? Like each venue I go to will have a different license I need to take. They will have handle everything differently. So it's not like, hey, these are the five things I know I have to take, which is uni unanimous for every location. Uh, that's a big problem. Uh, three is, I would say, um, time management. For me, stress and time management, uh, like I was telling you when we started this column, festive season, which is my favorite season, Diwali. I'm just so happy to be sitting at home and chilling. So time uh you know, when you spoke, I, I know I, I said it's the last question, but because you said it, I want to just ask a follow-up. And you said that there is no structure and you're making your own rules. From a documentation perspective, because there are so many people within uh, within this ecosystem, right? Which is yeah. largely sort of, I wouldn't say unregulated, but the rules are, that there are no like very specific laws. There are multiple laws that you have to follow. Uh, from, from that angle, what is it that you would like to see in terms of, uh, you know, if there is a service like that will be, what is the kind of service that you would like to uh, that you would like to take from a legal structural sort of uh, perspective? So, sorry, just repeat that. I, I thought it didn't understand really. What is the kind of service that you would like to that, or what is the kind of product that you would think would make your life easier? Because today, from what I hear you say, that you know, I feel like I'm 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 in there's so much of ambiguity, right? There are five venues, they're asking you different things. So would you like something where you have a document and you say, okay, I don't care what is your requirement, but these are mine. These are my yeah. points, you know, something Understood. like that. So I would say two things. One is having a handbook. You know, I would love to have a small business starters handbook. If it just explains, listen, you need to get this and very like dummy kind, like it should be very simple. You know, imagine explaining to somebody who has no clue or a course, which tells you, hey, have this in place, have this document in place to do this. You need to apply on this website, get this very easy. This is what it will cost you at the end of the day. Have a consultant. Um, that's one. A handbook would be great. The second thing would be uh, um, an actually a consultant. So someone like you who comes in for a small business and on a monthly just checks up, hey, you got this, you got these papers, you know, literally be like, here's your book. These are a book of documents. If you go anywhere to apply for anything, this is what you got to show. Because what happens is as a small business, I have to do so many different things. I can now take care of this also. Yeah. Uh, Shan, thank you so much for being, we are done with the main sort of, uh, part of the of the podcast because this is something that I really want the conversation that I wanted to have yeah. now the second part of the podcast is something I do for myself because I really enjoy asking these questions okay uh, it's called five four three two one so I ask you five of something four of something three of something two of something like that yeah. so um five productivity tips apps whatever that that you swear by uh okay so productivity as in for your business do you mean for your business a business personal both Okay, Level Up, which is a friend of mine, Harshal's app. It's about meditation. It keeps me calm. I've been doing some of the meditations on it. It's very good. Um, two, I would say every small business owner should get Canva. It's a free designing app. It saves your life. It like literally can save you so much time. Uh, so talking about apps, I'm not a very planning app planning person. Uh, reminders, uh, notes. I put a lot of reminders. I've started forgetting things. But um, also planning. I've just added more planning and structure to my life. So if I have to wake up at 10 or go somewhere at 10, 
I know the night before I need to sleep early or I know it's uh, these are simple things, but we tend to forget them. So like, you know, I read this, I forgot which book it is, um, the Atomic Habit one, uh, which said that if you have to go somewhere the next day or if you have to do something, keep everything ready before you go. So like even with you, I was getting on this call. I kept the laptop charged and ready and my whole setup ready. Then I went to get ready. So um, I think these are a few things which have kept me productive and kept me on time and kept me sane. Um, I'd also say uh, use digital wisely. Uh, you know, we get so obsessed with our phone. We don't realize that it can actually drive you mad. Uh, so use the widely. Uh, the other thing for me is I do a lot of learning from uh, visual. So I do I watch a lot of um, interviews. I listen to a lot of podcasts. So that's another thing. You should you should often just switch your phone off and do that. Wow. You know, you gave me a beautiful segue to my next question when you mentioned Atomic Habits uh, because my next question is uh, four books that you would recommend anyone read or listen to. I'm not a big reader, to be very honest with you. I read more business books, more, uh, you know, uh, stuff that people tell me to read. But Atomic Habits is my top. It's changed a lot for me. Uh, Phil Knight's Shoe Dog, really, really good book. Um, I can't really, you know, Jenna, I can't really remember any other books that you want to give any podcast recommendations that you Oprah Winfrey. I am obsessed with her. I listen to each and every interview of hers. I um, have read her books, buy the books if you can. Uh, it's I forgot what the second one is called, but it's too good. And that changed a lot for me as well. Um, the other uh, podcast that I love Jay Shetty. I know people think he's extremely cliched and like this, but oh, I love Jay Shetty. Yeah. He's great. And he gets like really good guests who, and he asks yeah. very in, insightful questions. So, so the thing for me is I learn a lot from conversation. So that's why when you said podcast, I was like, I'm in. I learn a lot from people talking to other people, like two people just conversing. Doesn't have to be famous, doesn't have to be celebrities, but just discussing business, discussing your ways. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Definitely check out uh, um, Oprah Winfrey because she's my favorite. Indra Nui's book, I loved. Yes. I loved. Um yes. Um, Michelle Obama I loved her book so yeah. these are the kind of books that I've read I'm not a big reader as you can see but when it's something that really uh, you know people tell me and it touches my heart that but shoe dog if you're a business owner please yes please. yes for sure yeah it's so well written and also so honest you know every it, it's I what I really liked about that book is it's a very impartial perspective like you yes. when you look at yourself very difficult to uh, put yourself like the way he's described himself extremely impartial you know yeah yeah and there's another book on the amazon the journey of amazon the founder read that i read that it's really good oh okay i haven't read it i will read it though yes um, read it. It's okay really three tips that you would like to give young graduates um uh, or student I would say in quit this instant gratification quit this whole thing of just getting results in one minute it's not going to be possible you know this whole uh, uh, today people are like you can just be an influencer you can be a blogger yes you can I also think opportunities are endless and it's great to be able to do anything if you're a singer you can it's you know you can really hone that at a young age if you're a um, sportsman but you can also be an influencer blogger yeah great but don't think by just putting regular content, by advertising your page, by constantly being out there and being a 24-7, it's not, I mean, it's instant gratification is my biggest thing. Like people just expect the success and the results overnight. Uh, you don't realize that uh, people have worked very, very hard to reach where they are. Um, 
so that's that's one uh, another thing is uh, i would say uh, focus there's no focus right so there's like uh, oh i can switch jobs very easily three months three months three months three months i want to do this i've just come to learn i i mean let me work remotely i'll do it on the phone i'm very good with digital there's a way for everything you know we've seen our parents generation and our grandparents generation it's taken them it's hard work to reach where they did so um again focus and third is knowledge i feel like uh, you know there's no interest to learn before get, jumping into something so please do as many courses as you can or learn the market where you're going to eventually be so if you've studied abroad come to india and work in few places so you know the pulse of the market don't just jump into a job thinking because i work there it'll be very easy for me here no really true and very um, honest like I, i can see that your answers are actually driven by experience yeah and I, and and i like so much i resonate with what you say even in the legal side when i have interns they all want this and they want to they want to read but only for that 10 minutes yeah they and want a youtube video yeah you want to watch a youtube video on uh, this law which will be like at most for an hour but i will not spend 10 hours reading the law because it's yeah. too much you know so yeah. i i really relate to what you said about instant gratification okay two life lessons that you have learned so far oh that's a deep one every failed opportunity is an opportunity to move forward so this is something i learned you know uh, bad times bring good times and i practice a lot of buddhism jena and you know it they say like um a lotus blooms in muddy water so don't look at your failures and your uh, bad days as bad days tomorrow a better day is going to come and this is a big learning i've had in the last 4 or 5 years um bloom bloom where you planted honestly i know it's a quote but bloom where you planted uh, so make the most of every bad situation i just i was talking to you about this before how i had my own podcast and i didn't market it properly and people think i have a community so oh it should be automatically successful no but i did it wrong but i'm using that failure and this time to learn and go next so that's one uh two hard work pays off that's to 100% like just believe in yourself and keep going like you know you are consistent you work hard it'll make all the difference and third believe more in yourself than you believe in others because i feel like a lot of us push others forward we forget about ourselves so don't forget about you i just um i i just posted a quote on my instagram stories yesterday about how i want to be kinder to myself because i can completely relate to you when you said that we do believe more in others than we believe in ourselves the best advice that you have been given this my first one that uh you know rainy days bring sunny days every day can't be a, like a bad day uh every day can't be i mean it's it's your perspective and your thought process of in life as well so it should not be that uh you know we we get so bogged down by our bad days and failures and oh god this went badly that we make it worse we keep going on for two days no every day is a new beginning you are the one who can make the change in your life and i truly believe this you are the state of your mind so if you are going to think are today is a bad day even tomorrow will be bad day, oh this person on it you'll keep going in that rut no bloom where you planted and make the best of the worst situation and i've learned this recently and i've been doing it I think bloom where you're planted should be the uh, tagline of the podcast. Yes. No, yes. really, it's true. I Correct. because I never used to understand the meaning of that quote. Honestly, I used to see it all over, but I would be like, "What is the meaning of this?" And and like you say, you no, know, you can't. It's very difficult to bring yourself out of very failure. difficult. Very uh, difficult. 
And now that we are small business owners, right? So for example, uh, as business owners, and I keep talking about that because, uh, you know, because uh, I, I focus and I work a lot with them. I realize that, you know, if one day sales are bad or if something hasn't worked or, you know, Diwali may I got less orders. It's like, should I change my business strategy? No, times change, innovate, have patience, it'll work. And then last minute you're scrambling and then like, oh, it worked. But have that faith and patience. Thank you so much for giving me your time. You're thank so you. generous with your time. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. So kind. And I said that in the introduction, you're one of the kindest, uh, most sweet. helpful people I know. How sweet. Thank you. You're so committed uh, to your work and your, you know, and to the impact that you make through your work. So thank I really, really appreciate you for that. Thank you.